Hello and welcome to Not Another Education Podcast, the podcast where we cannot promise you will learn absolutely anything, but if you like great stories, awesome guests and some good chat, you are in the right place. Today we're joined by none other than Vicky Abati. Vicky Abati is a former sergeant in the army. She is now a teaching assistant and guess what? Once my teaching assistant and now very good friend. Here's Ingrid to play us in. We may wander off on a tangent or two And I hope you're all ears Cause we may talk off a few But other than that, take a load off Relax, the fun has begun When I'm just another education podcast Like you need, I think you need some sort of escapism Don't you? Oh yeah, 100%. But We've got a dog in school now, did we? Did you is know? it a reading I'm dog or like a now. therapy dog? I can't remember. Well, it's supposed to be a reading dog, but I mean, no. I mean, this... <laughs> he just kind of wanders around and goes in the classrooms, you know, with each teacher every now and again, and then he just lies on his bed or What's barks it... at the birds. So, is it yeah, called really Noodle good. or something? Um, waffle. 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 Waffle doggy. That's cute. I mean... He is, he is do, cute to be fair. Do you think it's, it's made a difference, like to the reading attainment? Are you seeing like improvements in data? No, 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 no. He literally just goes into a classroom, wanders around. I mean, the kids love it, obviously. Um, wanders around, has a lick of a couple of them, <laughs> licks a couple, a couple of their them, faces, walks and sits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, walks over the coat, sits on the coat. Um, and that's it. Sorry, you know, he, he, he sits do... on the coats. Is that what you said? Oh, if the coats are on the floor, yeah, he makes a bed out oh, of them. Oh, I thought you said he shits on the coats. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, he doesn't shit on the coats. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute that he makes like a little bed. No, he yeah. is house trained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. No, he is. He's gorgeous. I love him. I'm like all over him, you know. Oh. So we were there yesterday and he was in, um, in the year four classroom. And he come over to me, and obviously he's licking me, and he's like, I'm cuddling him and everything. And the kids are sitting there, and one of them went, Waffle comes into our classroom to see us, and all he's interested in is Mrs. Abati. <laughs> it's like, because, like, you, if you're, like, sat at the back, like, doing something, or, like, because you have the, almost, like, the freedom to kind of, like, give him some attention, whereas they don't. Do you know what I mean? If they're in the middle of, like, yeah, an input or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave the dog alone, and you're like, mm. It's so cute, like messing with it and stuff. But like, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I always yeah. thought the point of those dogs was like, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the point is that they would sit next to like child A, and then child A would like read their Biff Chip and Kip book, and then the dog would like yeah. probably fall asleep because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> I think that was the intention. However, <laughs> executing that has kind of. Is it because the dog the gets side. bored and walks away, do you think? Well, no, to be honest, I just don't think they've ever tried yeah. it with him. I mean, we use him, you know, if you've got kids that are crying and they don't oh, want to come into school and this, yeah. that and the other, we go and get Waffle so they can hold his lead and bring him in. But other than that, no, he's just... That's so <laughs> nice. And did did you get, like, any pushback um, from parents? Like, were they like, oh, I don't, <clears throat> I don't like no. animals do you or know something? What? No, they were all up for it. We had one little girl who had previously been attacked by a dog, um, but mum came in and was a bit concerned. 
Um, but after meeting him, she was all over him. She thought he was amazing. So I don't know whether that helped her in a way because she was a little bit fearful of dogs. But no, she was all over him. The like rules around him. Like can 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 kids? Yeah, like, obviously. What, like, I don't know. Like, did you have to have like a dog policy? Well, kind of, yeah. But I mean, he's. I think because we've had him from a puppy, and he's been in since he was. Well, we got him when he was eight weeks old, but that was literally just before the summer holidays. So then, after the summer holidays, he was straight in because he'd been, you know, had all his jabs and everything like that. So he's literally grown up with the children. So he knows he's he's used to having them all over him and everything. So he's he's been absolutely fab. There's never been an Aww. issue um with any of them. So he's he's absolutely gorgeous. He really is. But there's yeah. loads of schools now that yeah. I am. Um, I saw somebody um in terms of like class pets like because um they have a therapy tortoise. A therapy a tortoise. tortoise. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how much therapy a tortoise can give. I feel like it's a lot of pressure for the poor tortoise. <laughs> I think there's a lot of pressure on the tortoise, bless him. Yeah, and those 100%. things, percent. He'll be hibernating a lot longer than he normally does because he'll be like, exactly. for a game of soldiers. Yeah, like they live for a very long time, so I feel like it's quite a commitment to have. Yeah, the parents will be sent. The kids will be sending their kids in, going, "Is is is Shelly still alive? Is he?" It's got like by this point, it's like blind and can't really find its lettuce. Bless it. Grown a beard. <laughs> but yeah I am I mean the most exciting thing I ever came to having some sort of animal in school was when um one of the teachers that we used to work with I don't even know if she's still there anymore but um she had like little little chicks he was Kate right she had little chicks in her classroom didn't she and like I think they'd hatched most of them which I just do you know what I just find like I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Like, how do you approach, like, death with kids? Like, because we, we, did I tell you we got three chickens last year? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. so Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> You're turning into bloody dogs. Well, I mean, I'm kind of subliminally pushing for a farm. So, like, if I adopt that many animals, maybe, be like, you know what, we really probably should buy a really nice farm and a Cotswolds or something. <laughs> And then I can go and live the good life. I love it. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. Well, pretty much. I mean, that was the idea, like, last year. I mean, unfortunately, <clears throat> there's no way to get petrol because of that petrol shortage at the minute. There's no way I can grow that. <laughs> can't I can't produce now. that in oh, my garden. Um, unless I'm sitting on, like, a... I don't even know what the proper word is. Oil shaft? That's not a word. No. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, wherever they... <laughs> yeah, wherever they get oil from. <laughs> um oh gosh I should never be allowed to be a teacher (laughs) but yeah um essentially um Johnny like thinking he was like a prepper like and it was like the end of the world because it did have that vibe last year didn't it it did feel like the world was slightly ending a bit well like we did go and panic buy but not to the point that it was like selfish we just bought so it was you because we couldn't get any toilet Do you know what? No, I didn't get sucked into that because I was like, I mean, I've said this to people and waited for them to finish the sentence. And I, yeah. I was like, I don't know why people buy toilet rolls. You know, if you didn't have any, you could use your. And then um, my brother-in-law my brother-in-law said, your hand. I was like, there's no fucking way I would ever do that. I was like, I would use towels. I would use like 
clothes maybe if I was that desperate and like then just bin the clothes (laughs) but the point is like he's like yeah but then you can just wash your hand I'm like that's filthy no (laughs) yeah yeah just stand in the shower with your shower on full blast yeah yeah well that's another story entirely as to why we don't have a shower I'll tell you that in a minute it's just the most ridiculous thing (laughs) but like um basically we never got sucked into that we bought a lot of rice so for a long time we were eating like a a lot of curries, a lot, lot of, lot of uh, rice pastas. <laughs> and then when, yeah, yeah. like we, um, we had neighbors who didn't want, they got, um, you know, food parcels from the government, um, with local council oh, right. because they, um, they're classed as like, I guess, vulnerable members of society, but they didn't want it. They were like freaked out about right. COVID coming into their house. So we ended up with these food parcels and I was like, well, just tell nice. them you don't want them. Like just, Someone else can have them, but they didn't. So we always end up, yeah, just yeah. leave it on our doorstep. <laughs> and you'd have like the worst <laughs> things in there, like three Bentons and pie in a tin. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, who's, I was like, where is the healthy living gone? <clears throat> like, the apocalypse, see, they last for years, those things. That's what it is. Yeah, so Johnny was made up of all this stuff. So we ended up like getting quite a bit randomly off like a secondhand food parcel, which I'm not going to lie, oh, is a lovely. really strange concept. <laughs> To, to get a secondhand food parcel like didn't even want one food parcel we were okay like someone else should definitely have had it but yeah going back to the chickens so Johnny was like oh, I'd really love chickens and I was like we're not raising chickens to eat them because I just don't really believe in killing pets and yeah and, yeah not when you've given them a name well I just do don't that. like the idea like I feel like I'm 95% vegetarian because of this these chickens now yeah. because um essentially like so we got these silky chickens which like if you've ever seen a silky chicken have you have you ever seen one so I'll send you a picture not that I can recall they're so stupid like they're not proper chickens they're like half the size <laughs> they're fake chickens. they're like ornamental chickens <laughs> yeah like they're like half the size oh, and like the they don't have like feather feathers they have like downy feathers so like they have no oh, ability right, okay. to stay warm or dry if it rains and they get wet oh, and um <laughs> they're like show chickens so i i didn't realize there are so many different types of chickens until we started going the cheshire show oh, and like I people know. used to show oh, their chickens God. i'm like there's actually some really <clears throat> beautiful breeds of chicken like such just- as yeah. Showing the eggs, you yeah. For me, how do you give first prize well, to an egg? This is first prize, an, an egg is an egg. Well, what's <laughs> like the on. criteria? They're like, are they like making recipes with it, or is it just the general color and consistency of the shell? I think it's the color and the size, and that's you know, so yeah, much the, the marks on the that's shell. So much pressure for that chicken, <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> your eggs aren't big enough. <laughs> Poor thing. But um, oh, so we bought these chickens, and honestly, Vicky, it was so funny because my parents had silky chickens before, but knowing them, they just built like the most makeshift coop, and they got eaten by yeah the little water rat thing because they live they have a stream oh, at the back cool. of their house, so they were eaten. They picked off one by one, um. Aww. So I never really got to like have chickens properly. So I was dead excited to have chickens like that I could like look after. We didn't have any pets at this point. So we're like, you know what, this is like a right. great thing to introduce to Charlie's life. He can like collect the eggs, he can muck them out. 
you know silky chickens are meant to be like really friendly like you can like cuddle them and stuff and they're very soft and very clean um so i was obviously really excited so we found this place called fleed fancy fowl and they breed ostriches silky chickens all types of weird bird basically something a little bit special and um we found them and they weren't cheap they're like 50 quid a bird they're really oh, expensive, God. which I wasn't expecting. Johnny built yeah. the coop and he did a great job. Like he did such a good job. I can imagine Johnny would do a good I'd job live on in that. It. I'd live in that coop. <laughs> it was so pretty. It had like little wooden hearts cut out oh. of it and it had um oh, it had yeah, underfloor really? heating for the winter. Honestly, oh, it was so oh, advanced. They had like little perches, little toys <clears> in there. It was just like no brilliant but it was massive and we only we bought three and at the time when we bought them it was around easter and um it was that time where like you couldn't leave your house apart from to exercise and for essential purchases so you could literally leave your house twice a day so yeah me being really conscious of this i'd already left my house twice a day twice at this point (laughs) so the guy couldn't deliver them he was like oh i can meet you halfway and this place is like near Blackpool. So I was like, oh, okay. So then we decided to meet at this like Tesco that I'd never been before. So we went to this Tesco and I was like, it's the perfect disguise because it'll just look like I'm shopping for essential things, <laughs> which is why I'm in Tesco, obviously. And then yeah, I... you never know Tesco come out with a lot. Yeah, but then I got there and then it was like the, the van, we parked <clears throat> in like the furthest part of the car park away from the doors. And then he he pulled up next to me and in this like huge white van. And it was like the weirdest thing. Like, so I opened my boot, he opened the back of his van and we just bundled these chickens. It was like some sort of like chicken drug deal. It was so weird. And then imagine getting stopped by the police. Like, what is your nature of leaving the house? And yeah, we just caught you on CCTV. Yeah, it's like so dodgy. And then like, yeah. (laughs) Even though he were the way he was like, um, he wasn't just like, oh, you know, that thanks for your custom, or you know, you've spent like nearly three hundred quid on chicken stuff and chickens, you know, um, it was Lovely, like, yeah. uh, all right, so uh, you need to feed them uh, these types of food, this pellet, the you need to give them apple cider vinegar, and it was like really covert and really dodgy. It was such a backhand deal. And anyway, <laughs> so we got these three chickens, and we called them Mel, like Mel and Sue, from the bakery. Yeah. Um. Because oh, yeah. this one had this like funny little quip, and I was like, "You're getting called Mel," and then um, <laughs> another one was called Babs, like the fat chicken from Chicken Run, um, and the oh, other right. one was called Speckle because she was like so cute. She was all like grey and speckly, but she was by far like the worst one in a lot of ways because she just like didn't oh, really. She was like bullied by the other two in a like a lot, like Aww. when she first went in with them, and. Um, and she just didn't want to be picked up. And she was a bit of a rebel, a bit of a trailblazer. So she'd escape oh. all the time. Like our neighbours, um, like we lived in like a semi-detached like terrace. And like our yeah. neighbours like knocked on our door and was like, oh, we wrangled your chicken from the back of the <laughs> driveway. Early, it's all like a shared driveway. And oh, I was God. like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Thank you. They're like, <clears throat> yeah, like, does that happen all the time? Because I and. I'm convinced she was like some sort of like spy chicken or like because chickens definitely don't fly, do they? 
Like, you know, off- well, they can get up a little bit, can't they? But they're not. But our fence is yeah. really high, so I don't know how she did that. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so then like this this year, like fast forward, and it was lovely having them. Like, learn loads, fail at loads of stuff. You know. There's loads of like medical conditions they can get. So you, it, it isn't like they're not very self-serving is what I mean. They're not very self-sufficient no. chickens, especially these like the amount of baths I had to give them last winter in our actual bath and our actual house was borderline ridiculous. Really? Yeah, because they'd like go out with a coop, they'd get dead muddy and then I'd have to like put them in the bath and like proper oh, wash them and then blow dry their fluff because they can get pneumonia. <laughs> Um, because they have no ability to stay dry or warm because of their feathers, and um, yeah, it's very odd. Oh, and like <laughs> Twinkle at the time, we used to have this YouTube channel, and like they could see what you'd watched on YouTube because it was like one shared channel. So they they kind of oh, sent a no. memo around saying like, you know, please don't watch your personal videos on the channel because it comes up, it messes up our algorithm basically, <laughs> and um. Oh my god. On most on most watched it was like how to give a chicken a bath. <laughs> so it was very telling. I didn't get in trouble or anything. I was just kinda of told like oh, please stop watching chicken videos on our YouTube channel. <laughs> so I was always logged into it. But um yeah, oh, and then dear. one the speckle passed away this year. Um I don't know oh. why. She just like stopped doing stuff and like stopped being able to walk and <laughs> they tend to do yeah, that. Yeah, like again. she just, I thought she was dead so many times and then she perked up. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, that's so sad. And I'd ring Johnny and be like, oh, she's passed. No, oh, isn't it awful? Like, and then she'd be like, and then she'd like cluck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and it was just sad. Like, I don't know. And then Johnny said he'd take care of it. And I don't want to know what he did. But he did. He oh, sorted yeah. it in no. his shed. I'm just going to um, say he he hangs axes like as a hobby. So I don't know. Oh. But I feel like that's probably a bit oh, messy God. for him. This is another side of Johnny. I know. It's another side I didn't oh, wow. until a couple of years ago when he got his own shed. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> but um yeah, he um I don't know what he did, but he buried <clears> it, <throat> so that was nice. I don't know. But the point the point oh, no something. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to eat that type of chicken. They have like um no. they have a lot of dark meat, silky chickens. I don't know how I know that probably from top ten tips of silky chicken <laughs> YouTube channel or something. <laughs> so ridiculous. I thought I thought you guys had chickens at your school though, did you not? Well, yeah, well, every year they do the, the life process, don't they? You know, so we do get the, the eggs. We've got an incubator nice. um, and a little, you know, one of those over heater things when we get them. We've got an old dog cage that we we, we do for them, put all the sawdust down and the little heater in there. Um, so every year we do get the chickens or what do we have? Oh, yeah, we did ducks one year, which wasn't successful, really. Um, but yeah, the chickens, and they are gorgeous. And we normally get maybe a 70% hatch rate. 70% with hatch the one rate. Or two. Yeah, honest. There's always the odd one or two that doesn't make an appearance and it's left up to me. Well, that's it? what so, I mean. Like, know, how do we like, explain to kids that <clears> like this is an unsuccessful egg or this yeah. 
Or like when Charlie's like, where's the other chicken? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> He's gone to the clock. Yeah, it's guy. like, I don't, I honestly have no idea what to say. Like, Yeah, I know, it is hard. But um, yeah, on the whole, they're pretty good. But it, then again, it's when they hatch and then they get bigger, it's trying to find a farm or somebody that will take them off your hands. Because obviously, the school can't have chickens in. Um, so it's trying to get someone to take the chickens. And then if there's some cocks in there, like male chickens, no. they don't want them because they're too noisy. So it's like you can't, you know, I don't want to think what happens to them like you. You know, you don't. Yeah, but I, I always thought that, that like, because I'm part of a Facebook group, <clears throat> Silky Rehoming UK. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> and uh, and everybody is always trying to get rid of the cockerels. And yeah. I just because I don't think you can have two cocks in the same flock. No, because that's no, the point, can't. right? Of a cock yeah. fight, yeah. <laughs> which is illegal. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> if you're making money yeah. off it, I think. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Get yeah I don't know. It's just very odd. <laughs> but yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think the, the the job is that they're meant to like protect from like danger for the hens. Well, my yeah. two hens are just like. Yeah. I don't know. They're just really stupid and they stick together, so that's nice. Stupid oh, sisters. <laughs> oh, so you've still so got, got those two. two. We relocated them to the vegetable patch because the vegetable patch was also planted in the hopes of living off a seeds, nuts and You're getting very rural. Well, aren't this you? was all born out of the fact that what if we can't buy fruit? What's Charlie gonna eat? <laughs> Um, so I grew all kinds last year, got really into it, and then couldn't really be asked this year, to be honest. I was going to say, yeah, now real life hit, it's like, oh, so that gets Yeah, I just answer. can't be bothered, like, I don't know, I think the nail, the nail in the coffin, <clears throat> while we're on the subject of animal death, um, was um, <laughs> I put potatoes in the ground, because everyone always said you put a potato in the ground, it grows into a potato plant, and I'm like, yeah, that, that seems right, but I did it, and it actually did, like, so I was kind of amazed that it actually did. And also kind of, what do I do? Because this thing is massive now. It was like literally taking yeah, over yeah. the garden. Oh, I know. But it wouldn't mind, but the potatoes we dug up were like, at best, Jersey Royals. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't jackets. <laughs> the plants were massive. And they were just like these tiny little crappy things oh, <laughs> that were like, to the size of Maltesers. Oh. <laughs> like pass them off, off as some sort of French delicacy. Oh, oh my life, that's typical. Like a ten minute boiling time. <laughs> so what's happened to your veg the chicken, patch now then? No, the chicken's living in it and um living off the land. <laughs> living off the land, yeah. Plenty to eat here, don't have to feed. No, we grew we grew sweet corn and everything, oh. and um that went when they moved in there because obviously <clears> they love that, and then yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's good, like, if a school could have, like, because I'm sure I've seen schools have chickens. I feel like my mum has worked in a school and they, they had, they did, they had, they did have chickens. But then I think it was like yeah. the reason they had them was for that exact reason. So they'd hatch them and then they couldn't stand. Yeah. Couldn't yeah and they, they couldn't stand the idea of them going to like a farm where they'd just be like executed. Yeah, I know. It is harsh, isn't it? Well, really? yeah, because it feels like oh, we just definitely. kind of raise them in school for, like, that wonderful moment when they hatch, and then it's like... Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Off 
you go. Bye bye. And then the kids like going in lunch, like, what's for dinner? Like chicken dippers. It's so bad, isn't it? The whole thing is just so bad. Oh dear. Yeah, it is a bit harsh, isn't it? But anyway. but like. They learn from farm to plate. Well, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. but then there's all this, like, stuff on Netflix now that you can <clears> watch that. I mean, if you watched it, I mean, you wouldn't watch it with, like, your Chinese takeaway on a Saturday night because, one, you feel so sad for the rest of the weekend, and then, secondly, like, oh, you wouldn't dude, eat the rest of the food because actually where your food comes from is, like, a bit grim, to be honest. It is grim. grim isn't it? it is grim. Yeah. It's a reality, but it is grim, and I think that, like, I don't know. I try and understand it the most I can, which is probably why I can't eat any meat now anymore. <laughs> I just can't. I just yeah, can't do it. Like, I know. And I do miss it. I do miss kind of like, I don't know, having a hamburger and stuff. But Well, I'm not being funny, Amy. When we meet up, where are we going to go? Look, because Nando's is a Well, I don't hot. know, because I was, saying, I was thinking this the other day, and it was like, I feel like you're kind of picky with restaurants, right? I am. And then I'm like, I am. yeah. I feel like if I took you to Wagamama's, you'd be like, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything on the menu. <laughs> Nothing against Wagamama's, yeah. but I, I, I mean, like, what, what's like your go to <laughs> dinner? Like, what else will you, would you eat? Oh, I am very samey. I mean, I don't know why, but every time I go into a restaurant, I pick up the menu and Rob just sits there and goes, why? I know exactly what you're going to have. So it ranges between lasagna, um, chili, okay. <laughs> or something chicken-based. I mean, it. like that makes sense because Rob is Italian, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. He is. Like, does he, he make is. lasagna? Yeah. Is it good? He does, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a bit bad. that's a yeah. bit of a... It's not as good as Monica's in What's that? <laughs> it's not as good as Monica's in yeah. She's a oh, well. she I, me- I remember her tiramisu. Oh yeah, oh. she still does that. Bless she's her. so yeah. lovely. Every time there's a function, she's like, get the tiramisu oh. on. She is, she's brilliant, bless her, still there. Yeah, oh yeah, when I on. she's the chef now. She's the chef. She's the actual <laughs> Couldn't make it it's up. Like, it's yet. like the story of Ratatouille, but and how's my fault? It is, literally. From cleaner to kitchen assistant to chef. Yeah, you couldn't make so, it So, like, up. how does that yeah, work then? then? Because I thought that the council had to send chefs, no? Well, normally, yeah. Well, it's Ed Central, isn't it? It's They're the ones that do all the, the cleaning and cooking and what have you, locations of people. Um, so we had a chef, uh, and she decided she was going to go back to Turkey with her husband, obviously he was Turkish. Um, so she left, but when she was still there, every now and again, you know, when the chef's off, rather than sending in a supply chef for Monica, it was like, oh, you know what you're doing, you can do it. So as usual, we'll take advantage of the kitchen assistant. Oh, wow. So bless her, she would cover. I know, she would cover and make the meals and what have you. So of course, when um, the chef decided that was it, she was going, I don't think Monica really got a choice. It was like, Moving on up, there we go. We're all good. And uh, then she got given a kitchen assistant to help her. So she was kind of literally thrown in at the I, I, I feel Bless like her. working as a school chef would be very similar to making dinner for a wedding every day. Yeah, I couldn't do I it. mean, I oh, barely lasted as a waitress. Like, every <clears throat> waitressing job I ever had, I quit before they could fire me. Like... I was just so yeah. bad at it. And yeah. then last year, I applied for a, a job at a local restaurant because I was worried that I would 
not have a job somewhere and they were what do you want to do like you know and I kind of just told them that I wouldn't mind having a go at being a chef yeah but then I'm so glad what happened on that day well I didn't I I didn't end up going to that job because there was like then other work and then I came to Twinkle but then like yeah I was like what I mean are you looking for kind of like bog standard cafe food like make a toasty I can make like (laughs) beans on toast yeah like I mean I'm I'm okay at cooking I'd say like I can make the basics and I think I could you know throw some some interesting you know things in there to mix it up but I mean I'm so glad that that didn't happen because I follow them on Facebook and like their food looks really good and I feel like they would have been they would have been out of business if I would have been their chef Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, I can't imagine what kind of a day you were having to put that down. Yeah, I'll be Oh, I know. And my, my dad was like, okay, this is odd. And I was like, yeah, but no. needs a must. I have a mortgage to pay. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need a job. Literally, literally. And I think there's something pretty credible in that, but also a little bit insane. <laughs> I would say 100% insane. To be fair, I think you had to know what day you were having that was, day when you decided that. It was them, that, but... though. It's not like I went and sought a chef job. They were like, yeah, we'll give you a go in the kitchen. This brand new restaurant, mm-hmm. brand new equipment. I'm like, I think this is oh a bad choice God. on everyone's part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was having a bit of a bad day when I put that down. I'll just... I'll just do, you any, do you ever eat any school oh, dinners? Uh, not often. Now and again. But Are you selling your cheese? No. I mean, the menus yeah. keep changing. It's, like, really bizarre. Some of the food that they have, like, steak pie now. I'm like, what child would eat steak I'd eat pie? It. I'd definitely um, Well, probably well, you would, yeah. I but, mean, uh, it's been a while since yeah, I've eaten steak I mean, pie, but I feel like I, as a child <clears throat> I probably would have eaten that. Yeah. She said, because um, the menus have changed again, um, that's, that numbers are up and down you know one minute it's a good day and everyone wants it and then next minute it's like no nobody half of the you know half of the school are all bringing the sandwiches in because they can't stomach the school dinners it's really what happens if everyone then decides to bring a sandwich in what happens to the kitchen like do they just i don't know i mean they're still got to be available obviously because the the key stage ones still get all their free school meals kind of thing but um yeah she just um Run out of wraps, I think, oh, for the sandwiches because it all be putting down that other one. No, them. I, yeah, I get that. Bizarre. Like, I never really had school dinners. Like, I think at the only time I had school dinners was like one school I went to, and like they had so much choice. Like, they had like a jacket potato counter. They had like the main thing. Let's call it steak pie for argument's sake. And then they had like yeah. the cold counter, which was like sandwiches and stuff. And this isn't like a primary school, like. You know, and that seemed to suit me because sometimes I want a sandwich, and I I hate the idea of the way like kids have to pick their meal at like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to eat at lunchtime? I yeah, no like idea. why yeah. can't they just no. pick when they get there? Because she's it's all to do. Oh, but I guess she's got to cook it. She's she's got to cook it. She's know how much of what she's cooking. Yeah. That makes sense. Pretty much, yeah. Do you, do you like? Because I remember like. <laughs> When, because we used to work in the same school, didn't we? Like, I, do you ever like eat the Christmas yeah. dinners, or do you? Oh yeah, love. A Are Christmas they nice dinner. though? Every year. Oh yeah? yeah, lovely, lovely. 
and yeah and we don't get shortage you know it's like we'll pile it on because because almost everyone has a christmas dinner there is just so much food it's ridiculous so um there's always plenty to have a big pile on your plate i mean the plates aren't big enough to be know. <laughs> but yeah love a christmas dinner yeah really good and i mean when when we were in lockdown obviously and kids were all in their bubbles you had to eat with the children in your specific bubbles because normally everyone would be all in together and you know we'd all mingle and what have you so we were all designated areas in the the hall and we had to sit and eat with the children which was really nice to be fair because obviously you know it's like at christmas they're all hyped they're all excited and they've all got their dodgy hats on at the moment oh i totally forgot about those hats (laughs) oh yeah Christmas that morning, yeah, you have to make your hat for Christmas dinner. Like, I always so, wonder, um, where did that tradition even come from, Vicky? I have no idea. I have no idea, but the, the card we go through is ridiculous, because it's like, right, come on, let's make your Christmas dinner. Are you still, um, are you still yeah. the person ordering all the, the supplies? I am, I am. I have a list of many jobs now, Amy. I'm what are your gone, jobs? Yeah, what what are your jobs? Things. Top ten, oh. top ten jobs. Right. <laughs> top ten. Top 10 jobs. Okay, so TA within class, year three, four. Uh, sorry, year four, five. Um, then afterwards, I'm doing out-of-school sports activities. So I have to arrange all the sporting activities for the kids, pick the kids that are going to these sporting activities, take them down, um, you know, umpire, ref, do whatever. Umpire. Um, make sure they get back in time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know me being so sporty and athletic. Do you, like, do you, you have know? to? Do you have to like teach um, them stuff about the sports? No, no, I just stand there. Is there a coach? Is there like a quite good? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. There's different coaches, but sometimes it's like for competitions and things like that. So you know, you pick your A team on the football team, and all the boys are into it, and they all go down. And yeah, we usually lose, but you know, at least we show up. It's all it's about, about showing up. And I love that. Part. It's just about actually showing your face. It's not even about trying when you get there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you enjoying it? Yes. Well, carry on. Oh. That's why we're here. You know, it's one of those. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, first aid. I have to do head. Of, I'm head of first aid, so I'm in charge of all all the injuries or whatever else, rashes, bumps, lumps. You know. Is that cupboard still under um, the stairs? Yeah. Yes. And nowhere Still to go there. if I was in the area for a plaster. <laughs> I'll tell you, hundred percent. I have plenty. You know me and me stock ordering. Um, we've got a shop and a bank like in a, school a now. Like a real shop. Where? No, no, no. Well, yeah, a real shop. But the bank, we've um a few years about three or four years ago now, um this idea came in. So um outside, remember when? Oh, I can't think now when you were here. Did they make those little areas into the offices? When you were there. Yeah, yeah. So they made yeah, those into the, yeah. like pupil premium offices, right? Yeah. Pupil premium, yeah. They are no more. One is the shop now and one is the bank. We've got yeah. So so the children wow. <laughs> had to design had to design their own money. So they come up with these little saves and um they get given them if they go out and represent the school, if they're um planet one or oh, we've got leaves now, if they if you know the one that they're in, if they win they get given a save. So every week that certain class gets to go and bank the saves, so we have one class in the morning, one class in an afternoon in the break time, they go and they bank the saves. So we've got little folders with all the children's name on it, with like the date and withdrawal and deposit, all these things. Are you going to tell um, me that you're like head we... banker? Uh, <laughs> <they're> the <on. laughs> 
<laughs> no, we actually interview the children. I'm, I oversee it, but the children are in charge. We've got a bank manager, we've got assistant bank managers, we've got cashiers, and they all had to sit and have an interview to ask why they were good for the job. It's very professional. So you know. essentially you are um, Chancellor of the Exchequer. <laughs> that's me yeah I'm really important yeah I am the one so uh, yeah so the children come in and bank the saves or they withdraw the saves and if they've got enough then they go to the other little room which is decked out as a shop and it's got all toys and you know your usual squidgy things all these squishies and poppets that are in and games and slap bands and key rings and pens and and they can buy them and, and keep them so yeah it's really good wow yeah you don't just give them and take them back you know after a week yeah you've had enough of no refunds yeah so they get to keep them yeah they get to keep them so it's it's really good and obviously in the shop as well we've got a shop manager we have the assistants and we've got the uh the old shop are they workers. are they like so older kids are they like the year sixes yeah they're year five year five six yeah yeah what a lovely so they thing love it. they yeah. absolutely love it it's really good. It's really good. I mean, we get the little ones, obviously, that cry because they haven't got enough saves for something that they want and what have you. But no, it's absolutely That's adorable. They absolutely what, love so it. It's such a good yeah, way really to like good. bring in like hands-on learning and kind of just learning and in the it, real yeah, world. It does. Yeah, it gives it gives the, the ones that are working, it gives them a sense of responsibility as to, you know, you, you're in charge of this. You've got to look after it. You've got to make sure things are, are, are done properly. Um, and then you get the ones where, you know, the children um, in the shop, they've got to make sure that the stock doesn't run slow and uh, run low and that they're dealing with it and giving change, you know, when they, they bring the money in and what have you. So, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. Is it like, like the euro or is it like a one pound is one save? Yeah. So they know much. how to like make yeah. change. It's not like... Yeah, change for one save that. yeah, that's eight thousand that. saver roonies or something. <laughs> saver roonies. <laughs> but no, they 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 love it. It's really good. It is fun, but it's uh yeah. And obviously with this year we've only been able to get up and running again this year. Um so we've got some um of the managers and they're they're very um very full of ideas, shall we say? You know, it's just like slow down a bit, slow down. They want a franchise. Job, but just <laughs> oh, so we've got all sorts of ideas. Literally, it's like, can we branch out into other schools? Can we take this worldwide? You know, it's like calm down. Let's just think about you know the here and the now, and let's have a let's have a say. Global domination. <laughs> That's what they want. Honest to God, yeah, it's really fun. But no, it is it is really good. They love it. So I'm in charge of all that as well. Um, and then I have to do um, the school council. I'm in charge of those. I'm in charge of the road safety. Still team. road safety. Um, I still get the safety, emails, yeah. and I feel like I should probably forward yeah, really. that on to you. I was gonna say, oh, don't worry, I okay. don't forward email. Please do not forward <laughs> me anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm in charge of all that. Uh, oh, gardening. I'm in charge of gardening, so I've been building. Yeah, sort that right um, out. Yeah, no. <laughs> growing garden so yes I'm in charge of that so yeah my list is endless to be fair it's just one of those you know yeah go see Mrs Abathy she'll I mean it. to be fair like um, I feel usual. like everybody needs a Mrs Abathy because like say you're an NQT on the first day of school and you literally have no idea about whatever yeah. question it is like if you were that person's teaching assistant like they proper landed on their feet <laughs> they just have yeah, yeah. like I must admit 
Yeah. I tend I tend to get put with the MQTs most of the time, or very close by. Do they, do, they, do you think um, they know why you're with them? Like they understand like the dynamic um, of because you you're like really experienced and like they need the support. Like is that kind of understood, do you think? I don't think initially it is, but I think after you know, after a few weeks they're like Right, I know why you're here now because you're pointing me in the right direction. Yeah, and I, I, because I, so, I, I was an NQT in year six without a teaching assistant, and I kind of had no idea how to work with a teaching assistant yeah. after that, because I was just like, you That's gotta it. like learn to do things, and not in the best way or the smartest way or the most efficient way, but you have like by that point, like you kind of got these habits and. You don't really know what's available to you until like a teaching assistant can kind of come in and be like this is how I can support you and this is what works well and stuff yeah. like and I guess like the challenge is just making people see that because I think that is part of the thing it's like maybe they don't understand like what they can ask for you know like yeah what's kind yeah. of and it is it's yeah it's just uh it's just having someone there that you can rely on really isn't it you know someone that can point you in the right direction of doing stuff and getting things done and what have you yeah so, do you like because yeah. i mean <laughs> i always tell people that you were um because you were you were you were my teaching assistant for a couple of years weren't you and like i always tell people you're a staff yeah. sergeant in the army but i feel like that is that right because i've no, I've been telling people that for, <laughs> you, for a long time, <laughs> and I don't, I don't think that's right, and clearly it isn't. No. I was a sergeant, but not a staff sergeant. You've, you've just promoted me a little bit. That's there, okay. <laughs> I feel like it probably is needed. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I mean, I got called a, a sergeant major the other day, which I was like, no. So, like, honest. is it sergeant, <laughs> I know staff I have, sergeant, like, sergeant major? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It depends what regiment. I always doing, think of yeah. sergeant. I always sergeant. think of sergeant major like that old chicken from Chicken Run. It's like steady on now, <laughs> order in the coop. I think that's what they think I'm like. To be fair, <laughs> and that's why I get called that now and again. You know what I'm like? I'm not. I'm not shy at coming forward. So yeah, that's kind of uh, yeah. What I get how called how long again. were you in well, the army? Me. Eight and a half. Oh years. my gosh, so that is a yeah. long. Well, it's yeah. that's a long time, I think, to be in the army. Oh yeah, it is a long time. I absolutely loved it though. I, I don't think had I not got married and ended up, you know, having children, I would have still been in there now. I loved it. I absolutely. What loved like it. what what what's like yeah, what's like the, the favorite bit about being in the army? Like what's cool about it? I don't know. Do you, I don't, do you know what? I couldn't pinpoint one thing. I just loved the whole atmosphere, the camaraderie, the... It, it was just, I, you know me in structure. I yeah. like a bit of structure. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very organised, obviously, being in the army. But it was just everything about it. It was just amazing. I just loved, I loved everything. I mean, I wasn't so keen when I first went in, and it was obviously all the basic training and things like that. But after that, when you get into your proper trade and you're doing you know the usual work it was fabulous absolutely fabulous i'm dying to yeah, ask did you have a gun, gun. Uh, i was allowed to use a gun when i first joined up though it was back in you know the 80s late 80s early 90s um women weren't allowed to use guns so if we were on duty we'd have to walk around with a pickaxe handle <laughs> seriously i don't know what they expected us to do with it if anybody ever but not a pickaxe you know, just um, a handle 
no, just, just a handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think they could afford the whole thing, you know, what with all the... The pricing of metal is just terrible. <laughs> That's so odd. <laughs> just give them a club. Let's go back to the ancient times. Um, so, yeah, we weren't... It, it, initially, we weren't allowed to, to hold a weapon, but then um, and they allowed us, obviously, when things started getting a bit in the, the real world when women were getting equal rights. That <laughs> is just, like, such an but, interesting insight into kind of... Like who? Yeah, who's, when it was a women's like, who sat there thinking, okay, the men can have, the men can have the guns and the heavy artillery, and what can we give our, yeah. you know, our female um our army staff, and they'll be like sticks of wood, <laughs> and they'll be like, it's because we, what <laughs> we were non-combatants. We were the we were the, the regiment, the corps that was non-combatant, so we would never go to war initially. Um, so that's why we were not really needed as you know weapons. We didn't really need weapons. Ah, so okay. yeah, when when it all when we all amalgamated and we you know the Women Royal Army Corps, they they got rid of it. They disbanded it. Um, when we started joining in with the corps that the men were in, like the Ordnance Corps and all that, then then they had to make sure that we were weapon trained. So that's when we used to get trained on weapons. We used to have the old submachine gun, which is very what does that look yeah. like? What does that do? Is um, it like a Tony Montana I mean, machine gun? Then, yeah, wow. you know the ones who go. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, <gasps> I mean we were never we were never allowed to put it on rapid fire. It was always one one bullet oh. at a time. But um, yeah, I'm not condoning guns. Yeah. I just Damn. find it really fascinating. <laughs> just wanted to do my Rambo bit, you know, but that was never allowed. So that was that. Uh, yeah, just one bullet at a time, and you had to make sure you only fired off so many when you were doing your training and what have you. Um, and then we moved on to the SA-80, which was the, the new up-and-coming gun at the time. I mean, it's probably been superseded by something else by now. But, um, yeah, it was fabulous, and I loved it. It was just really good. It was really good, all about it. I mean, I don't know if you watch the SAS trip. Do you watch uh, SAS? On I haven't, no. Loads of people recommended it, though. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I, I mean, well, well into all that. So I love things like that because it kind of brings back memories, you know, of being in the gas chamber and, doing all things like that yeah so it was really fun really fun but yeah the uh i think once you've, you've been in the army it never leaves you. you you've kind of got that that way of life and then, um so everything has to be organized yeah like i closest i was ever in the army i'd never last in the army not because i don't consider myself <laughs> as an absolute weapon but more than um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a machine who dare crosses me. It's not that. I just think like I'm just I just don't respond very well to discipline. Oh yeah. I you know, I'm just I was just like the naughty kid in school, like always had an answer for everything. And I don't think there's anything wrong Mm -hmm. with that. I just don't think the army would like that very much. No, definitely not. Definitely not. No, you're kind of a yes man in the army until you are that person where you're one, the one giving the orders. But um, yeah, it is very disciplined. And if you don't like discipline and you don't like people in your face, then... Yeah, like, the I remember it because my parents wanted me to do CCF, which is like kids' army, right? Like, I think that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. That's what I understand of it. I don't actually think they do... They might do, like, charity work and stuff, but I feel like it's just, like, a good way to get that discipline right to which is why i think they kind of put me in that it's like i remember there being a big emphasis on like 
your boots being really shiny. And I was like, what is the point? Because they're just going to get really muddy yeah. again. And like, True. I just used yeah. to spend ages doing it. And I remember like this guy like getting really, really in my face. And like, I mean, screaming and spit, like gross, proper gross. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, literally. I was like, this would never be allowed in COVID times. Like, get out of my face, Back up. But yeah, I remember he was like furious because like my tie was done wrong or something. And I was just like, you need to sort your priorities, oh, yeah. mate. That's why I'd be terrible in the army because I just, I, I can't, I just don't listen. I'm just not a good egg yeah. in that sense. But I mean, I always find it amazing, like how when you see kind of like, any sort of marching I feel like you know that is quite a feat to to kind of get that yeah, it's like that, that discipline isn't it like drill yeah doing drill on the parade square it was amazing I loved that that was one of my favorite parts yeah loved doing all the do you like ever like yeah. and then when you kind of like left the army why why did you how how did you kind of then think I'm going kind of join the education world like how did that happen well funnily enough this is kind of I've kind of gone full circle I mean I, when I first left school I was all about right I'm going to be a nursery nurse so I was going to go, go into go to college and do NNEB as it was then the nursery nursing course um and being so old that I am um we had the YTS scheme as well which is like you know you get you get given a job and you get paid peanuts for it I think like 20 quid a week wow. or something ridiculous Honest, yeah, but it was getting you into a job kind of thing. So they coincided with each other. So I put down to do a YTS scheme in Boots of Chemist, and I also applied to do my NNEB, sat the test and what have you. And on the very same day, it was just real unrealistic. I got a letter through from the college saying I'd been accepted to do the NNEB course. And I got a letter through to say, you've got a job in Boots of Chemist. So I was like, ooh, money, no money, money, no money. Which way do Did I you pick go? no money? So me being greedy. Me being greedy. pick money. <laughs> Went towards it's the money. It's all about that money. So it's, it's all about <laughs> the money and money, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I went and done, I used to work in Boots of Chemist and uh, forgot all about NNEB because obviously I got into work and enjoyed it. Then I ended up getting a permanent job with Boots after the old YTS scheme, got paid a little bit more, which was nice. Um, and then I moved from um, the boots, as in where you're dealing with the customers, to the actual warehouse. And um, I used to love it in there. We used to have such good fun. And then it was just one day. Um, I was in the stock room and I was chatting to one of the boys. And I said, oh, you know, as you do in all jobs, it's got to be more to life than this. This is ridiculous. You know, Cue really the musical. Went, oh, yeah. What? There's got to be yeah? more. Yeah. Oh, honest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 100% singing and dancing down the aisles. Um, and he went, oh, right, what are you going to do? Join the army. And I swear I had never even contemplated the military or anything close to the military, never been in the cadets or anything like that. Um, yeah, he said, what are you going to do? Join the army. And I went, that's a good idea. And it was literally, it really was like a musical. It was all of a sudden I was transported and I was stood on parade square. Yeah. It was like, what on earth happened? Yeah, and that's how I ended up in the that's, army. That's pretty yeah, incredible. Is just... that where you met Rob as well? Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's where I met Rob. And uh, yeah, God help me. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, and surprisingly enough, he, he ended up living 
seven miles down the road and come speak us from Chester. So it's like that. Oh, Perfect. Okay. But yeah, we had to join the army to meet. Yeah. And then Very when you. Bizarre. So that was an amazing eight and a half years. Of yeah, yeah. But you stationed, you weren't stationed in yeah. England though, were you? I was in London yeah, yeah. at first. Uh, used to work in Whitehall. So that was like being a, a civilian, really. We used to get the tube into work every day um, in normal clothes. So it wasn't like being in the army. Um, and then after that, I went to Germany. I was in Rhein-Darling for three years. Then we came back to um, Cambridge Military Hospital down in Aldershot. And then we moved to Windsor. And that's when I was had my little baby. And that's when I came out of the army. But and then... Yeah, not so little anymore. Yeah. Six foot three. Literally is, uh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No. He's no. not small and he's not quiet. <laughs> I mean, is, um, and then kind of like, did you then decide to like revisit and then kind of go in? Because have you been at, at your school like the entire, entirety of your like teaching of career essentially? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been at that, what, that school. Yeah. Yeah. 21 years. That yeah. is literally veteran yeah. status in education. Like, that is such yeah, a long time to work somewhere. Like, yeah. kind of seeing like all the changes and everything. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's been a few. And I, I, yeah. I think that yeah. schools, like in general, are, like places that move really fast. Like, a year can feel like sometimes 10. And not in like a bad way. It can yeah. just develop, things can just develop really, really quickly, can't they? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But do you know what? Looking back, it just seems to have gone yeah. so quick. It really does. It's gone so so quick. It's yeah. unbelievable. You can't and and the 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 years just blend. You don't realize, you know, until chill, you, until you see some of the kids coming back and they're like, "Oh, miss, I'm in college or I've left That's work, scary. I'm in school yeah. now, and I'm going, yeah, and I'm going to uni, and now I've got a job, and I'm like, um, how old are you now? And they're like, oh, 23. I'm like, what? Mind <laughs> really? blown. I mean, I was thinking yeah, about this, like. Is. I'm not so long ago, actually, about some of the kids I taught when I was like a newly qualified teacher. I was trying to work out how yeah, old yeah. they would be. And I reckon they must be in their 20s now, mustn't they? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we've had a couple Have of them you? come back and they are 20. What are they like yeah, now? Yeah, 20 now? Oh, it's weird. I mean, they just, you, you don't recognise them, obviously, because we see them up until they're 11 and then they kind of disappear and then they turn up like, fully grown adults, full face of makeup on the girls and, you know, and the boys have got beards. beards. And you're like, oh, yeah. Wow. And it's just like looking at them and they look at you and they're like, hi, miss. And you're like, who are you? <laughs> and until they give you a name and it's like, of course you are. But yeah, they just change so much. But it is lovely when they come back and see you, you know. And yeah, because it means like, yeah, I mean, honestly, and I don't know why this is the case, but I honestly don't. I couldn't name one of my primary school teachers. One, I couldn't name one. Really. Really. I I can name some of mine. They must have had such. Yeah, they obviously didn't have. A I don't know why that them. was. Like, I just think that education in the nineties was just very different to what it is now. And I yeah. remember, like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. never that good yeah. at maths, and like, I remember being put in um what they called then a remedial class, and like that just yeah. like knocked my confidence so much, like. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, you got taken out. And it wasn't like an intervention like we have now. It was like, you are in a different class because you are essentially failing this subject. I don't yeah. know. We used to have the thick table when we were in school. <laughs> Just sit at the back. <laughs> well, I, I, back. I, I wonder where the kids, like, because I tried to keep mine very, like, non-specific. So, like, for maths, we'd have circles, yeah. squares, triangles, and 
don't know the other ones yeah. <laughs> the others <laughs> yeah the other probably ones. the really smart ones <laughs> you don't even deserve to have a shape you can just sit in the back the ones you can just crack on <laughs> gosh that's a terrible teaching i hope nobody takes that advice oh, but, um... <laughs> do you know what though the kids aren't stupid and they they know that you could call it whatever you like but those children know what group they're in they know which is the top which is the middle and which is the low well, I... they're not that I used to um, have my English tables named after like authors, not that original, obviously, but um, doll was like my tot. And I can say that now because I mean, (laughs) I don't, I don't teach anymore, but doll was my tot, kingfishers were my middles. And I I can't think who were like, um, who were the ones who needed support. I can't think what they were called, but um. It was, it was, Wilson. It was, it was Wilson, because that was the, that was um, the author where I felt that, like, you know, was, wasn't that engaging to children? I think she'd had her day, Wilson, at this point. I hope she doesn't You might do, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry, Jacqueline. I did used to like your stuff, though. Um, But, like, Kingfishers, I remember, came, like, one of the kids came to him with, like, isn't Kingfishers for, like, babies? Like, like like kingfisher books and i'm like no no yeah and they're like and we seem to read a lot of roald dahl like they questioned it you know like they were asking about yeah stuff and i also think they look because they've been in the same class of like the same kids for like ever haven't they so they know that like yeah that child over there let's call call him ronnie never taught ronnie but uh, call him ronnie (laughs) if if he is a particularly talented writer you know you're sitting next to him you're doing all right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, if you're on that table, you're well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I want you mix things up. I didn't do any, any ability tables at all, and the kids were like, "What? Why am I sat next to Kirsty again? Never taught Kirsty." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know. Figure it out." But what I'd actually done is there yeah. was there was oh. a reason for it. The reason being is that. I like buddied people up with I felt like learning style wise and I don't know I was just going through like a whole progressive learning phase and I thought I'd try it it's yeah fun. yeah it does work sometimes though because it does yeah, push I, them. yeah I mean but then you'll get like some kids yeah. just copying off each other and it's like oh they're doing so well at plagiarism yeah well I'm sure I'm sure I've read yeah this story, story feels before. really cool. oh we just mixed my math together miss I'm like that is utter of course you did <laughs> When you eventually like leave, do you kind of have like a a proudest moment? <sighs> but do you know what? There's so many really. Obviously, it's the light bulb moment, you know, when you've been teaching a child and they're struggling in class, but they come out and they do their interventions with you and and they've been struggling on something for a while, but then you get that light bulb moment where you can literally see mm. their eyes light up because they get it. They actually get it. And it does, it gives you goosebumps because you think, I've been working so hard and, you know, what I'm doing does make a difference. And it does, it does, yeah, it does make you feel proud because you're not only proud for yourself, but you're proud for the child because they're actually, they're getting it and they know what to do. And they, they go back and they just tell yeah. everyone, they tell every single teacher they meet that 
I've got it. I know what I'm doing now. I can understand. And it's just, yeah, even talking about it. Yeah, like I, I, I know, get that because shows. I think as like teachers, we're like fighting a rebel cause in a lot of ways because we obviously have to teach this curriculum. Yeah. But ultimately what you want, well, what I always wanted anyway was if somebody didn't pass their SATs or somebody didn't do very well in a spelling test like that you kind of have to do because you need results, you need tangible results. But like it was that kind of like growth and confidence and that resilience that you saw them kind of develop. And that to me was so much more of a result than kind of, you know, I, I, I. I mean, I yeah. just want to see that a kid is trying and like to see them engaged and actually enjoying it, knowing that not only is school like a really safe place, it's also like a really fun and exciting place and that they deserve the education that they yeah. have. And so a lot of the kids that we used to work with, like I think they came from maybe some of them came from backgrounds where, you know, they didn't necessarily understand the value of education or they felt like they didn't deserve it and their confidence was just like on the floor about it and I think that's such a yeah, huge barrier yeah. isn't it along with a lot of other things yeah. but and it's looking at where they come in I mean not every child comes in at the same you know it's all about every child matters but sticking them all in a test that is exactly the same at the end in year six you know that some of them aren't going to achieve but when you look at when they came in and what they were like and how much yeah. they have progressed that just speaks volumes compared to them passing, failing a test at the end. And that, is, unfortunately, isn't always the case and it's not taken into consideration. It's just the results on yeah. the day, you know, and every kid has an off day. It, it is a lot of pressure for them, bless them. But, yeah, to see some of them move and the progression that they've made speaks volumes. And you know that that child has done their best and, and their best might not be good enough to make them pass a SATS test, but it's good enough for them. And that's what yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes us, you know, realise. Yeah, and I job. think that's like, I think that is the struggle, like on a daily basis, because I think most people who go into like an educational setting, like they're not <clears> there for the money, that's for sure, and they're not there for the oh, for the God, benefits no. of the no. job, like in terms of workplace perks. No. Because let's be honest, like it's such a slog, it's such a a pressure being like a teacher, and I think that like, yeah ultimately like those things are kind of what keep you going aren't they you know um oh it is yeah you're there for the children you really are because if you worked out the amount of hours that the teachers put in and yeah they get a lot of holidays we all know that but it's not they're they're working so hard throughout those holidays getting all the plans ready for the next year coming into school on the weeks before to you know get your classroom ready and if you worked out on a on an hourly basis I reckon teachers would be down there. They'd probably get less than minimum wage. Yeah, probably. When you think of all the I think I worked out in. once when I was like really early on. And I think it worked out in like something like £7 an hour. And I was like, this is depressing. I was like, it's I'm going to try my best not yeah, to think about crazy. this. Uh, well, yeah, if you did think about it, it would be depressing. But yeah, you, you're there for the kids and you're there because you know you want to make a difference. And you do make a difference. I mean, going back to proudest moments, I... um. As you do, we were on, I was on Facebook and I got a friend request from a student from way back, which who is now an adult, um, got a job, holding down a job. And he was a particularly troublesome child, shall we say, um, had a lot of issues, a lot of behavioural issues. But me being me, me being my you know, usual sergeant major self, as I'm called, um, really, you know, disciplined, organised, you know, sorted him out. 
I mean, I got threatened with, I'm going to throw a chair at you. I'm going to hit you. Uh, I, mem- I remember this, this kid, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not giving in and literally just, you know, yeah, him realising that, oh, she's actually, she's going to stand up to me. Um, and we had a really good rapport, but obviously I got a friend request, accepted it. And the first message I got was, um, Miss, if it hadn't have been for you, and the TA that I had in the high school, I think I'd have been locked up by Oh, my gosh. And that just, that just, well, I don't know. It yeah. just broke my heart. And it, I was so proud because it was like, my God, I've made a difference. Yeah, and, and life, a profound you know, difference, not just like amazing. a, I know yeah. how to put my cardigan on because Mrs. Abati showed me when I was five, like, which yeah. is also a, a great thing. But yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's shaped oh, yeah. this person's yeah. life. And I think like, you know, without without putting so much pressure on like education staff, like I don't think a lot of people realise the effect it kind of have on people and like it stays with with people, you know, like I can remember stuff like teachers said to me and like, you know, the ones who like believed in me and the ones who kind of like went a little bit further, it makes you feel like those tears between both of you were 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 worth yeah. it oh, and like yeah. the stress and the upset and like you know, kind of um, what felt at the time just like a really like terrible and sometimes probably hopeless situation, you know, was all was all yeah. worth it um, at that point. What is so nice that he got in touch, though. That's oh, so cool. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And to want to be my friend as well. It's like, wait. <laughs> but no, it was. It was a lovely moment. And uh, yeah, it, that just made me feel yeah there's there's one thing i'll say about you vicky is that you don't shy away from from things there's a lot of uh you know kind of a lot of um stuff to be said about how (laughs) how like admirable you kind of like to step up and try things i mean if we have ever had like any behavioral issues and sometimes like as a young teacher i was just like i really don't know what to do here i'm not gonna lie um yeah it's so good to be able to like rely and work with someone like you who's just like I know, I know what to do in this situation because, yeah, like you walk yeah, in, yeah. and especially like a school like our one, like sometimes you didn't know what you're walking into. Like especially if you had a class that was like, you know, particularly challenging one year. Like there was there was a class yeah, that I had, yeah. and there was a few people, few kind of like young people in there. And it's just sort of like you'd walk in and there'd just be either like a safeguarding thing or they'd just come in and you like couldn't understand how they'd even managed to like just show up for school and like the fact that they then had this full day ahead of them it's just pretty amazing because you do you provide this like environment where they can kind of thrive and it's the best chance they they probably have in a lot of ways isn't it some of those yeah 100 percent. yeah it is it it is a nice place it's a it's a safe haven for them isn't it when you when you can provide that stability and that care in nature and that that environment, it is a nice place for them to be, and that that makes a big difference too. Yeah, I think children. I think like 100%. that school, like that we worked in together, like there were some reasons why, like you know, managerial wise, like I just didn't like like it. Like I liked it at first, but then I when I started to develop my, my teacher style, I was kind of like didn't feel like I I really gel with management anymore and. But then, like the yeah. actual, do you go back to being a child? Yeah, but I was just kind of like, I remember like one time I just got told that I was being like arsy, and I didn't like that. I thought that was like, you're being arsy. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're awesome <laughs> yeah I don't know like I just and, and I think like at that point you know I think that teachers and teaching assistants like maybe think that they have to shoehorn themselves into these jobs and you know especially if you're an NQT you go around and you see these jobs and you're like oh it's a job I'll take it pretty much right it's a job I need yeah, a job yeah, I'll take yeah. it like it looks yeah. great it's a beautiful school everything but really what what you should be looking at is like the staff and the children and you know whether you feel your style kind of fits into yeah. theirs or like you could offer something so it's not an echo chamber essentially yeah. but and I felt like at one point now I just I was like I don't know I just don't think this is for me anymore um yeah I think it's easy when you come in as an NQT because they kind of mold you into their way of thinking. But then when you start getting your own ideas, that's when it starts becoming a bit tricky because you want to obviously prove what you can do and, you know, let's take this a different way or let's do this. And it does, yeah, you do kind of get hold That is bad. Like, that is true what you said. And that is quite bad because, like, I've worked in a few places since that, like teaching and non-teaching and, yeah. One thing like I've kind of like learned to realize is that it's not healthy to work in a place that just reinforces management's beliefs. Like if you're just going to kind of be, yeah, that's a good idea, let's go with that. Like nothing's ever going to be progressive. Nothing's ever going to change no. for the better. Like yeah. Yeah. And everyone's got their own ideas and it is good to listen to them and you know, take them on board because not everyone's right on. Yeah, like I don't know. I just that's one thing that I kind of like felt is that, you know, schools, people find safety and comfort, don't they, in like a routine. And I think that schools breed routine, yeah, don't yeah. they, like by default. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. I always liked working in schools that were like, I don't know, we're changing and experimenting with things. And that's why I liked that school because yeah, yeah. they did try things and they, you know, they did kind of do loads of opportunities with music and and get the kids out there so they could experience like the real world and you know it's not just the curriculum yeah, like there yeah. is other stuff outside our school and I really oh, like yeah. that um but yeah, but yeah I, I mean I'm, I'm all for kind of working in school that's progressive but also like it's a lot for teachers to keep up with right it's like... <laughs> it is yeah it is especially when you're getting people throwing you know, rules and regulations at you constantly. It is hard to keep. Yeah, it's up. just like a yeah, yeah. I must admit, going outside and doing other things is is what it's all about. Really, it's not all about sitting in. A Do you remember that like that one that year where like we had um we we had that massive year six? I think there was like nearly forty kids in year six across. We had to yeah, split them, yeah. didn't we? <laughs> it's just, it's it was classes. just the most yeah, mad yeah. thing ever. <laughs> And then because they'd worked so hard, we decided to book a bunch of trips. And I think over the space of two weeks, there was like eight trips. <laughs> we were like literally out. <laughs> My kind of school. Yeah, like one day we were like pond dipping in some random place. And then another day we were like doing yeah, some sort of yeah. like fire and rescue demonstration. Then we were at the Cheshire Show. And then we were performing yeah. somewhere. And then we were like doing the Shakespeare project. It was just mad. I remember all amazing. those risk assessments. It was mad, but it was fun. <laughs> oh, don't. I love the risk assessments. Yeah, it's bane of my life at the moment with all these sporting activities. But yeah, no, that's what it's all about, though, isn't it? Getting out there and doing stuff. Residentials. I never forget my residential. The first, I think it was the first one you went on when we went to York and we shared a room. That was such a good um, trip. I loved that trip. 
it was so random as well wasn't it like because it was it was like it was like Yordvik Santa but also like Romans so half the kids were doing the Romans yeah the year four and then half half them were doing the Vikings but then some of the some of the kids doing the Vikings wanted to have a little dabble in the Romans so it was a bit of a mixed trip really That's what could have been exciting, yeah. And all I remember, obviously, after apart from doing all the things, is um, me and you went went in our room one night. You were on the top bunk, <laughs> and you started asking me all these questions about school. So I'm on the bottom bunk, rabbiting away, da 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 da. And when I stopped, I was waiting for some kind of reaction. And it was <laughs> I'm like, she's fallen asleep. She's only gonna fall asleep on me. So I turned over thinking, all right, forget it. And as soon as I turned over, you just went, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I was like, what? No, but to be fair, like, was I was trying to understand the history of where the school had come from because I think I'd just joined after, yeah, like, yeah. a period of it being in, like, special yeah. measures, hadn't it? And, um, yeah, I wanted to know, like, a bit more about what, <laughs> what had changed, like, just being just being a nosy cow, really. And, um, yeah, you started, like, telling this, like, great bedtime story. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, I know my voice is a bit dull, but come on, falling asleep. No, no, it was, and you know what? Like, I just remember being in those, we had this like share yeah. common room, didn't we? Where we'd just like pop a film on for the kids to have like an hour of chill yeah. time before they had to go back to their rooms. And um, yeah. I was like, oh god, I just want to go back to my room. I'm so tired. Why can't they all just fall asleep? Why aren't yeah. they babies? Why can't they just go to sleep? <laughs> oh, no, no and then you. No chance. You're still creeping the corridors at midnight. They were passing each other notes. They were so they were so cheeky, weren't they? Like I remember I remember I saw um and bearing in mind these are year three, four kids as well. They were like, um yeah. what what wanna come to, to our room, wait till teachers have gone to bed. I'm like, this is the perfect note <laughs> to like completely make an example of you guys with. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah and 100%. then like, and then they'd like put your ear against the door, and they'd be like, shh, 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 the teacher's coming, the teacher's coming, and then and then you could just like hear them pretending to snore, and you go and yeah, you've got to admire them. Yeah, yeah I love it. I mean, you do exactly the same. I still do it now. Oh now, yeah, you know. yeah, and then and then like um, you'd hear them. You put your ear to the door in another room. You'd hear them like conspiring on how to sneak out. And then when you'd walk in, they'd just be like playing a game of cards. They'd be like, I miss. You'd be like, don't act so innocent. <laughs> you just want to catch some red hands, don't you? That's like, that's the juicy thing, isn't it? To, on a school uh, trip, oh, that's our bread and butter, yeah. isn't it, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had so many, so many things that have gone on. Another one, another York trip, like when... We had, we had one of the children that was struggling to walk because, as you know, we do a lot of walking, don't we, while we're there? And, uh, oh, bless him, he, his legs were so sore. And I just remember he, he had some cream with him and my, my famous words were, too <laughs> <laughs> I just remember telling him that and one of the teachers just stood behind me. I was like, uh, it's not what you think, oh. it's not what you think. God love them. Oh, some of the things was ridiculous. I was talking about that in another episode, actually, about how you need a teaching assistant in your room just for those like one-liners, so you can like look at them and be like, "Yeah, yeah, you've got to have a bit of banter." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I say it all. You know what you've said, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like (laughs) otherwise, it's just like comedy gold that's been missed, and we'll never be able. You can't share it because it's definitely you had to be their situation, isn't it? 
Definitely, yeah, because when you retell it, it's not the same. But yeah, uh, oh god, yeah, they have yeah, no idea, yeah. They, I'm blessed. They have they have no Absolutely idea. Brilliant. They just know that you find it like funny or bizarre in some way. Yeah. Yeah, why are they laughing? Why are they laughing? What's so funny? <laughs> are you um are you gearing up for any school shows this year? Did you have one last year? Didn't have anything last year. No, everything was stopped. So this year, um, it's it's a bit nice. We're average, we're actually starting to plan some trips. So we've got the old York nice. one booked again nice. for next February. <laughs> so that's uh, that's good. Yeah, we've got um a couple of trips coming up. Obviously, we're doing um Industrial Revolution. So we're going to Quarry Bank Mill, which I love Quarry Bank cool. Mill. Um, so cool that was a good one yeah that was a good one um so we've got that some of them are going to um the ch- uh, cadbury's chocolate factory what what's um, the topic there yeah. don't tell me it's so, the mayans yeah no it's not yes. <laughs> what a far reach that is but that's something that i would have done it's all about the old yeah 100 percent cocoa beans yeah what about all these cocoa beans where does that come from um, yeah so they're, they're all being booked so fingers crossed as long as everything stays as it is you can go and do do what we normally do this year because some of them yeah. missed out on so much. You know, um, we've had residentials cancelled. The year sixes, God love them, they haven't been able to do their leaving assemblies and what That is sad because so I, I, I used to love the leaving assemblies. Yeah. Like, they're so emotional. You used to do the DVDs, didn't you? I still do. <laughs> I still do. Yeah, 100%. That's one of my major, my major achievements. Yeah, I still do the year six um, leaving assembly and the, the little PowerPoint where all the got pictures of them from when they were you know in reception and what have you so they love that and every year I get the criers they all they're all hard and they're like I'm not going to cry miss I'm not going to cry I'm like yeah okay whatever whatever and then as soon as it starts and the music starts playing that's it no matter what roll you go through in terms of tissue <laughs> honest yeah yeah just, pass just that massive big roll from the dispenser yeah 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 take a couple of sheets and pack it on <laughs> And they're all uh, weeping into the tissues, but no, that's that's good. But I've still done those, even though we were in lockdown and we couldn't do the assemblies. I've still had the DVDs for them to uh, get all. What the a nice idea! That that's still nice. That because to be honest, yeah. like I always felt that the kids in year six, because I, I if I remember rightly, don't they get up? This was the one in our school, but like, don't they get up and they have to say like their favorite memory or their favorite something about year six, or or even in school? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, just a favourite memory, yeah. And I feel like some kids really hated doing that. So maybe they've dodged a bit of a a bullet there. Uh, Yeah, a lot of them have, yeah. A lot of them are like... Yeah, and they can just... They can watch the deep... I think they kind of get ownership over that. So um, they they kind of create their own little, you know, assembly. So whatever they put down, it's up to them whether they do Do it or not. (laughs) Do you remember that one Christmas show that we did? And it was like... Oh, God, what was it called? It was that jigsaw one, the Christmas. It was like the Christmas jigsaw. I don't think it's called that, but it was like putting all the pieces of Christmas together. Oh, that was that was yeah, so cool, wasn't that such a good show? That was. Is that where we had a big piece of where we'd drawn a picture and it? They all put went together at the end. Was that where everyone had? A big yeah, that piece was your creative direction. That wasn't even in the script. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, I actually didn't realise how creative I was until I started working in school. I mean, my, my creations have come on in leaps and bounds. I'm yeah, get, proud of going back to your job <laughs> roles as well. I mean, at Christmas, you're always like the one to know. Like, 
if you're in with Vicky, you know you're going to get the good glitter. You know it's going you know to be you're going to get the good card, the good GSM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I have mustaches. Not, not, not the crappy dregs. Yeah, no, you have to keep. Or the yeah, or, yeah, or the wet, yeah. or the wet oh, yeah. play um, tray paper. <laughs> None of that. We want a new ream. No, you'll get the good stuff. You'll get the good stuff. Oh yeah, yes, yes. You have to keep on the good side in school because I know where everything is. I know all. The so like my so. my my trick with you <laughs> yeah. used to be, if I send a really cute kid to ask you, then I have no accountability, <laughs> and it just looks really sweet and innocent. It's yeah. like. Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, Abbott, please can we have some new glue sticks? <laughs> yeah. But you can have no, one. Right, then. <laughs> yeah. I'm running low. Two it is. Make them last. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. No, it's a, it's 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 good fun. Yeah, it's all good fun. But yeah, you do have to keep on the good side. When, when you're my TA, you'd like stock up our stock cupboard to the nines. We'd have like ten boxes of glue. <laughs> And then, like everyone, we basically stockpiled stuff against my oh, will. Yes. This, yeah, that's where you get it from. Yeah. Stockpile. I'm just, I just fault. felt very, very privileged because when everyone was running out of glue <laughs> after Christmas, because everyone had gone mad, we still had three boxes left. Yeah, <laughs> still had twelve left. Yeah. And then, then they'd come and ask you, have you got any glue? Oh, sorry, no, no, we're not. Yeah, but then one of them would no, rat you out and they'd be like, miss, there's some in the cupboard. I'd be like, you close your mouth now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Are you supposed to be reading or something? Yeah. <laughs> the usual scenario, yeah. Keep it quiet. That, that, keep that, it quiet. Oh, that Christmas show you. was so fun because, you know how you see like Christmas shows on like, movies and tvs and schools and they're like yeah. octopus number yeah. five that's that's what oh, this yeah. show had yeah. but it was actually in the script it wasn't like a token gesture to the kids it was like was that was that the one where that to me yeah costumes and oh but there were God, so many different them, scenes yeah. it was like one was the beginning song was like a proper tune as well it was like oh it was God, like all about the hustle and bustle of Christmas. And then do you remember receptions yeah. one? It was so cute. Like it was like all about baby Jesus in the stable. And you had these kids, obviously yeah. reception do, not singing really anything, but looking really cute on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, word, the words were yeah. like, oh, he's so cute. So cute. <laughs> He's so sweet. You should see his tiny nose and his feet. It was like a proper. It was a proper jazzy number. It was it was fast. It's so good. Um, our one was a little bit more uh, of emotional kind of Dickens Christmas Renaissance one. Yeah, ours wasn't as fun, but um, yeah, they were. It was just so because I think Year Six were like basically playing the narrative, the driving force, if you will, behind the narrative. And everyone else yeah. just slotted in as yeah. a Holding yeah, um, yeah, but it was just such a good show, and so much went into it. And like that's one thing I used to love about working in schools is Christmas because I felt like, especially in a faith school, like they they do yeah. it big, like they really go all out. Like oh, yeah, I think yeah. we start preparing yeah. in November after Remembrance Day, which oh, is yeah. just perfect, right? Yeah. As soon as you get that script, you've just got to go and run with it. It's like, right, how can we make our scene perfect? So yeah, it depends what class you're working with. Well, the one, the one that you know, 
Yeah, but the one that you're in, it'd be like, right, how can we be better than everyone else in every way? (laughs) We need to... (laughs) 100%. Bells, whistles, flashing lights, inflatable turkey costumes, you name it. And you're going to be playing devil's advocate because (laughs) you're going to be like saying to year four, you're going to have to be better than year five. And you're going to be saying to year five, you're going to have to be better than year four. (laughs) See, this is the problem when you split me into two classrooms. I'm going to have double the work now. You just know that, don't you? I mean, so, we don't have yeah, to, like, you don't have to say. I don't want to put you on the spot. But, like, who do you think would be better? Like, take into consideration, okay? So singing, stage presence, yeah. general gusto and performance manner, um, yeah. reliability, uh, you know, who's going to actually learn the lines? I think I'm going to have to say year four. That's good. Yeah, I think definitely year four. I think they've, uh, yeah, they've they've got more, they've got more about them. I think. I think there's lots of characters in there that will perform a good, you know, they'll they'll give a good performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whereas year year five, you know, it's like they're getting a bit too cool for school, and it's a bit embarrassing if you have to do that. So, uh, yeah, it kind of. They like the more serious bits, whereas at year four, I think they're still at that point where they really don't care and they'll just give you everything they've got yeah. no matter what. So I think now, I think now you want to, you want, and if you've got maybe you've got no choice. Yeah, you, you want a balance of like still keen to <clears throat> impress, but also yeah. you can practice this on your own. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Parents don't realise how much work goes into these little performances. They might only last an hour or less than an hour sometimes, but the the effort and the the workmanship that goes into some of these some of these you know stage uh, costumes and everything else. We get we get proper uh, into it though, oh. don't we? Like as teachers, like we kind of oh, yeah. like you have to. Where yeah. we like stood at the front, like smiling, doing all the like directions, yeah. all these. Yeah, all these mad things that anyone literally think you were having some sort of breakdown. What is going on? If you popped your head in for those little windows that you get to look through the hall, you'd be like, yeah, moving on swiftly. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not well. And then, um, yeah, I remember like one thing I said to someone once, I think it actually was for um, a year six leavers performance. I was like, this will be your legacy. Is this what you want to be your <laughs> legacy? This kid's like 10. Poor child. And then, bless him, I saw you written down because you used to have books that you'd like, you know, you, you to build vocabulary, you'd have vocabulary books. And he'd written yeah. in a legacy. <laughs> so I gave oh. a whole speech about being, you know, in a legacy and like, you know, this is what people will remember you for. I mean, obviously that's a load of rubbish, but I was trying yeah. to muster up something. Okay. And then he was like, I don't know oh, what legacy dear. means. Oh, bless. That is so funny, isn't it? I know some of the things you throw at the poor kids are like, you do, you do traumatise them, but I, yeah, it's got to be done. You've got to I think, day, I think the shows are more important to the teachers. I'm just throwing it out there. I think they are. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It is a bit of a battle. It is a bit of a battle, especially when you've got one play that's split into scenes. I mean, yeah, there's a hidden battle going on as to who sees. It's like, come on, year rest. two, hold your end up. Um, yeah, yeah. Year two, do you really want to be shown up by reception? Come yeah. on, get a and for yourself. How old are you? How old are this, you? Come you are on. not committing to the theatre. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh dear. No, it's it's. I just love it. I love it. I mean, putting myself in a child's position is probably very daunting, but it's, it's the discipline yeah, of the theatre. I do love it. it oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. And they know what it's like because you know what it's like. We go to the Christmas panto every year, so they should be good and know how they've got to perform because we are on a part. We, we, we do put on a professional show here. Yeah. We do, 100%. We, we, we've got, got the uh, we've the got live band, the live orchestra at the front. <laughs> In the pit, you can see it just there. <laughs> oh, don't. Talking of live orchestras, we went to, you know, when we used to go and watch the uh, Liverpool oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Philharmonic. Yeah, yeah, we went there once, and um, obviously they're, they're on stage playing all, and it's all like musical or theme-based from um, films and things like that. Uh, or the you know your heavy rock shows, and I just remember once we were in the audience, and we were pe- they were playing nice. "Living on a Prayer." So of course everyone's up on the feet, singing, clapping. You know, oh, we're halfway there, and then halfway through the song, unbeknownst to me, because I was too busy singing my head off, they just stopped playing. However, I carried on singing, <laughs> and I was the only one in the whole of the place that carried on singing. We're living on a prayer. What what line did yeah, you carry on singing? Uh, where have we got to? We got Tommy used to work on, on the song. <laughs> Take no, it's yeah, it's like take my hand, I will make it our swear. But they finished on the chorus bit, so uh, halfway through the chorus, so I just carried on singing, and the whole of the place just erupted. That's nice. Into laughter. No, not really. It was very embarrassing. I sat down really quickly, Amy. I have to say. Did you not take once. a bow? Um, yeah, I'm very bad. Did I like that? I sat down and put my. Oh, Vicky! <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But I mean, it gives the kids a laugh, so that's all good. But yeah, yeah, the live yeah. bands. Ours, are, uh, ours aren't quite up there with the, the Liverpool Philharmonic. No, they're getting yeah, there, though, for so. sure. <laughs> They're getting there. They're getting there. Yeah, still sound like a struggle cat now. Do you um? Do you there. still do like the Shakespeare residential? Where we well, not so much. We the last one we did, we actually went to Stratford on Avon, um, and visited uh Shakespeare's house and what have you, which was really good. But that was the last one we done, um, that was Shakespeare based. The previous after that, we've had uh what I call proper residentials, yeah. Amy, where we've actually gone out and we've been doing abseiling, canoeing, caving, and all stuff like that. So, yeah, really, really good. But to be fair, the Shakespeare one was good. The Strapped on Avid one was really good. I, yeah, I, I think but, the Shakespeare, like, I loved the project. I loved combining, like, the different yeah. kind of strands of art. And I think the kids got a lot out of it because they could see the different roles within a production. It wasn't just everyone has to stand yeah. on stage and do this. It was like, but then, like, yeah. we take so there was like a teacher residential, which oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd go for you go for your dinner, and then it'd be like <laughs> you come back because the only edible thing to eat there is chips. So you come back like bloated from all the chips, <laughs> and then you'd walk yeah. into like the chapel, which is it was actually like a chapel, but it was like a disused chapel. It was just. Oh, this yeah, is a, this and is it was common. like a it was like a theatre yeah, space, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? And like, and then they'd be like, "Can you hear it? Can you hear Banquo?" And you'd be like, "Oh, here we go." It's, tw- it's twenty to ten <laughs> at night, by the way. It's not. It's not like early in the evening when you've got tons of energy. You're like, "Oh, come on!" And like, they treat you as if you were going to treat the kids that way. 
And I was just like, yeah. I really can't deal with this. And I did performing arts at A levels, and I'm no. like, I just can't. I'm sorry. It's, it's a, a bit, bit much. And then they get like this massive map on the floor with like loads of candles around it, real candles, none of this uh, battery operated shit. And they get, which is a fire hazard. You could never do that with kids. And then, like, they'd, they'd have this massive map of like Macbeth's castle, and it'd be like, "Did you see the murderer?" And it'd be like, "No." And then, and but then another teacher who who is wanting to, you know, get the most out of this experience and good for them, but also a bit of a suck up. It's like I saw the murderer leave the courtyard past midnight. I'm like, "Are you for real?" I'm not. <laughs> No, you didn't, you're lying. Because we haven't got a court yet for a start. I was, I, I was like, I'm not sitting with you anymore. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I must admit, I would find that it was... very embarrassing. I mean, you don't mind doing it in front of the children, but when it's a group of adults, and that's what I hate about all these CPD courses and things like that, when people come in and start asking you to behave like a child. Yeah, like, like, turn, like turn your phones you? off Stop and, it. you know, let's have you. You want to get out yeah. as much as you put on your, like, I will put in as much as I feel necessary. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll get out of quite a lot if I just sit here and listen and watch you lot of Dibby's doing it. Thank you very much. No, I can't stand that. I, I That's one of the things I detest. It's when you've got to start giving full participation and acting like a child. I'm like, no, just tell me what I need to know and I'll go away and do it. And you could have done this course in 30 minutes rather than... Yeah, then charge like, a, like loads of money for it. Yeah, yeah, £200 for that course. But I mean, the one Uh, thing I think people dread of all ages is the word icebreaker. I'm like, if you make me work with somebody who I don't know, I will literally cry. Because I just do not have the emotional resilience after teaching year six all day. I just don't. (laughs) Yeah. But it's that one, you know, where you go in and you've got all the people from other schools and you've got to stand up and introduce yourself. You can't even remember your own name because you're that nervous about it. You just... You just start going, oh, hi, I'm uh, uh, Vicky. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and you're just like, I don't even know my own name. How am I going to get through the whole course? So you just like hold crazy. your line notes up. I'm like, I'm oh. this. If you want to know it, you can come yeah. and look at it. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I had <laughs> one recently where it was like, tell us something. And I mean, bearing in mind, this team that I was working in, I've worked with for months at this point. So we already like know each yeah. other to a point where like we're all happy to share that information. You know, there's not nothing really yeah. that new to say. And it was like new manager kind of like, oh, tell one thing that you um that no one would know about you. And I'm like, nope, but everyone knows everything about me. I don't know. <laughs> That's a joy of working with adults. So then do I make something up? Yeah. And then whatever I make up. It's obviously going to have to be interesting enough to be believable, but not too interesting for people yeah. to hate me. <laughs> like that game, Three Truths and a Lie, isn't it? Which well, I, I actually <laughs> like that one. So, like, my, my go-to for Two Truths yeah. and a Lie is the following. In fact, we'll play it. You see if you can guess it. Okay. Okay. Oh, Icebreaker. <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes into recording we need an icebreaker so um my two truths are like are okay i've been bitten by a monkey in gibraltar i've wakeboarded yeah. with colleen rooney and i hate marmite oh, right. 
They're all pretty believable, aren't they? Okay. They are, to be fair. Okay. Uh, I believe... I believe you have been bitten by a monkey. Because you look like one, too. <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, I believe I believe you like Marmite. I don't, I don't think you... I don't know. I think you have. I think you've done I have lived a very fair. rich um, life. No. I will, yes, I know. I know. Um, no, I'm going to... Oh, Amy. I'm going to change it. I think you have been wakeboarding with Colleen Rooney. I think you like Marmite. I don't think you've been bitten by Marmite. Okay, you got all of those wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They're all wrong. Seriously? <laughs> I think you did. Seriously? So, I, I mean, I don't get the concept of Marmite because it's beef paste. And I feel like it should be yeah. maybe go into a gravy. It's just quite weird for me. It's like putting a stock pot on a sandwich. Yeah, I That's my Pretty justification much, yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, I oh, I don't wakeboard. I used to like kneeboard, which I don't think oh. is a very cool thing to say because it just involves you kneeling on a board and going. <laughs> it doesn't I'm look as cool or sexy as wakeboarding. Oh. So no, I've never. I, and I mean, no, no I, I I haven't done it with Colleen Rooney. I don't think she'd be up for it, even if I extended the invite. I'm, I'm shocked and stunned. To be fair, I thought your you know your your friend list would go on and on and include celebrities somewhere no, down the line. No, no, absolutely not. No, I am. Um, oh, I'm kind no. of like you know how you get like A-list celebrities, and then you get Z-list yeah. celebrities who are like reality stars. I'm yeah. kind of like a new yeah. class where no, like I'm so cool, no one even knows my name. I just stay out the line really? like completely. So I'm pretty much a no one, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty much a no one. I'm just lurking in the shadows. Join <laughs> the club, love. <laughs> so, um, and then I have actually been bitten by a monkey, yeah. Which is why I kind of don't like. Well, I. That's not say I hate monkeys. I hate them. I just, I mean, yeah. I like orangutans. I think they're so cute and so lovely. Love them. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I'll, so my, my two truths were the monkey thing and the marmite thing. So I just don't. Well, I can safely say I'm pretty rubbish at that game. But I mean, mind. they're things that like are pretty specific, right? Yeah. That's and true. like, that's we true. went to Nosy Safari Park really recently. Um, oh, yeah. And there's this like, did you go on the wimps trail? Did you go outside of the cages or did you go in? What, with the monkeys? Yeah, so like yeah. we had Charlie with us and he was like, I want the monkeys. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. And we only oh. have one car at the moment because <laughs> um, so we're, in, we're in our only car, which is my car. And uh, yeah, we went yeah. through the monkey bit. I'm not being funny, <clears throat> but I've never seen so many monkeys in in such a, an area. They were just like coming and coming mm. and there were so many of them. There's they just so, charge for you, don't they? There's so, so many. And like some of them had babies, which was so sweet. And I don't know what type of monkeys they are, yeah. but like the ones with the, the bum showing, but they're not baboons. They're not they're not baboons. They're like Oh, they're not. If I saw this monkey in the forest in England, I would be like, Whoa, it looks like it belongs in England, but I know that it probably doesn't. It's probably from some some kind of part of India or something, because they don't seem like jungle dwelling monkeys, no. they seem like quite urban monkeys. I don't know. This is this is not this is not a, a scientific approach to monkeys at all. Um, yeah. 
no like I mean the thing about this podcast is like you will learn pretty much nothing which is ironic because it's associated with an educational publisher you will learn nothing yeah it's not happening nothing of what I say is is based in fact um and so they were pretty good like um until this so like they got on my bonnet and like you know the little things on top of your bonnet that squirt water at your windshield it was like gnawing at that yeah and Charlie was like it's yeah. eating a car. I was like, I can see that, and oh. it, it dislodged it, but it didn't. It didn't disconnect it, so they just popped back in. That's fine. Um, somebody was in like oh, a, right. a brand new Tesla. You know, the doors like go up like little wings, <gasps> and it just no snapped way. off a wing mirror, like clean off. You. It was like the funniest thing. Like oh, a brand new, God. a brand new twenty-one that's plate so Tesla. Um, well, that's going to cost him about three. But I was like, do you know what? That's 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 almost like you know commendable because i'm like they obviously have kids in their car that really want to see the monkeys and you know they've chosen the kids which is it's always a yeah. plus over the car and then everything was going well until one sat on the wing mirror and i was like charlie had a banana he was eating a snack and charlie oh, was like God. waving it and jonathan's like exacerbating the whole situation and the next thing you know is this monkey gets an erection and then starts like <gasps> sliding its willy all over my 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 driver's side window, <laughs> and I'm pretty ashamed to say I still have not got my car washed after that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like it was just basically gyrating all over my window. Oh, it was the worst thing. That's my mom oh, was my like God. going mad. Oh dear, poor Charlie, scarf for life. Well, Char- in the same Charlie went. <laughs> Charlie's like just getting to the point where he like can ask questions and he's like, What's it got on its yeah, willy? Yeah. Oh, and no. I was like, Oh god, like let's just not, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, car. I was like, my car is on its willy. <laughs> and then and then oh, <laughs> Charlie um Charlie just thought it was like the funniest <clears throat> thing ever. And like it's just like bright red thing is just not great. But oh. yeah. Oh. but yeah hysterical. i am um, yeah I, I, don't, I don't mind icebreakers i think like the point is is that everybody just feels awkward in them and like one one particular yeah. one i had was like um so i was on a course and they were like so share something with with the person you sat next to you who no one had no one had met by the way share something with the person yeah, sat yeah. next to you where um you know they have to then retell it if that makes sense so like you would tell me a story oh, and i would yeah. then retell it and then i was sat yeah. next to this person and i was like oh, okay so what's your story trying to be like super bubbly and happy it's like my first day um and they were like my dog died last night and they were oh, like god. i was like oh my god that's so sad and then like it just expanded and they were like telling me like how this dog had like battled with cancer and various tumors and then had been run oh over my. at some point. And I'm like, and then I'm kind of like earwigging at the partners behind. It was like, yeah, I would a ski or, oh my gosh, did you get the track? Like the oh best conversation, like just so much fun. They're having a proper laugh. And I'm like consoling this person that A, I've never met. And like, yeah. I'm not being funny, but what an awkward situation. So then when we all came back, I then had to retell that this person's dog had passed away in a sensitive, caring way. And it was like the most weirdest thing. And I was like, I think I ended it with saying something like, 
so I think she's just, you know, we're going to take our time today. And I think she's just feeling really sensitive. And I'm like, well, that was, that was fucking stupid. Why did I say that? And yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it, really. And then she was, she was kind of like teary at this point, and then she like turned around and she's like, "Amy's from Liverpool." And I was like, "Oh God, why did I sit here?" Like, I understand. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it's like, I just. No, but I can, I can imagine you at that moment in time being really sensitive. I was, you know. Because you're that I kind was. of person, you, are, you, you would have been sucked into I would have been like, I said yeah. something, you know, dogs are part of people's families and, you know, they, they, they're your yeah. baby. Like, I get it. And I do, I get it. I really get it because I love animals, but <laughs> yeah. I just have never met this person. Yeah, yeah. And then we did something the next oh, day because it was like yeah. a three-day course. It was on, Ironically, it was on mental health first aid. So that's kind of ironic, oh, right? Okay. This person's yeah. like clearly yeah, going through yeah. mental anguish. Just a bit, yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next day, she told me that she has like this um, chronic fatigue, which means that she like gets tired really easily, but apparently it's not like medically recognized. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Honestly, I, I proper regret saying that because that was like it then. <laughs> You should have done what you did with me. You should have fell asleep. Yeah. You should have got the hint. I mean, but th- to be fair, it wasn't because your story was boring. It was just because it was very calming whatever. and relaxing, the history of the school. Yeah, whatever, Amy. Is that, is that creepy building still at the school? No, they knock it down. The old yeah, yeah. The old school. Yeah, yeah. So they used... Yeah. We have nice fake leaves all across the fence so we can't see all the... the overgrown wilderness creepy yeah so like this school used to have um like an old was it an infant school it was wasn't it um yeah it was an infant and you go in i remember the only time i ever went in is because i wanted a desk and the head teacher at the time didn't really approve of desks and i was like well where can i mark my books and then he was like oh you can like sit at a kid's table i'm like that will be terrible for my back and yeah, it was like it was like something that just barely left in time. There was like still things on the board and um still displays uh, up. It's weird, dead creepy. It? So I mean, yeah. I can only imagine the kids get a good uh, writing prompt from that. <laughs> oh god, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah, old spooky story yeah, yeah, on that yeah. one. Yeah, it was such a shame because it was such a lovely school at the time. Yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like anybody would love to go. I mean, I love, um, I listen to um, law podcast, which is like, um, you know, kind of like folklore and scary stories, and that's like my bedtime go to. So, I mean, you just oh, replace yeah, yeah. that when when I fell asleep. I say, but my story clearly, <laughs> clearly wasn't as exciting as your as your horror stories or your spooky tales. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, and then we ran into um, some logistical issues. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next, moving on. What time was oh. it? Oh, dear. Oh, it wasn't the fact that you fell asleep. It's the fact that when I, I tried to pretend, you, asleep, you then suddenly sprung into life. And, yeah, yeah, as I must have felt really guilty. Said, I'm meant to be a really oh, good listener. I swear I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have, I, I have, I have good listening ears. I, I listen. I'm a good listener. I've learned to be anyway. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. Thousands wouldn't. 
Vicky Abati works and lives in Cheshire with her family. She continues to be a source of motivation and inspiration to all the students in her care and helps teachers get through their day to day. For all UTAs out there, thanks so much and thanks Vicky. See you again next time.